Welcome to Category Visionaries, the show dedicated to exploring exciting visions for the future from the founders who are on the front lines building it. In each episode, we'll speak with a visionary founder who's building a new category or reimagining an existing one. We'll learn about the problem they solve, how their technology works, and unpack their vision for the future. I'm your host, Brett Stapper, CEO of Frontlines Media. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Luca Zambello, CEO and founder of Journey, a hospitality tech startup that's raised over $12 million in funding. Luca, thanks for chatting with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. So before we begin talking about what you're building at Journey, let's start with a quick summary of who you are and a bit more about your background. Yeah, I'm Luca Zambello, CEO and founder of Journey. I'm originally from Italy, kind of born entrepreneur. I started like since very early age with some form of businesses. I had a business before I moved to US, but realized that Italy was not the place I wanted to be if I really wanted to start a tech startup. <laughs> so decided to move to US with the excuse of studying and uh, stumbled to the space of hospitality, specifically the short-term rental about like 11 years ago mm-hmm. now. Yeah, and now I've, I'm running Journey. Very cool. And what attracted you to this space? And you know, what made you decide to focus on this instead of you know any other possible area that was an option? So as I said before, I kind of like stumbled in the industry. So I didn't want to say like necessarily had a passion for hospitality right away. It kind of built up. So about 11 years ago, the first thing I started doing like while I was in school, I started working promoting clubs <laughs> here in LA. And it was just like a way for me to meet people and uh, creating a network where I didn't know anyone. And I always been the philosophy, actually, my dad taught me this, is like, start doing something, and then those things will lead you to something else. <laughs> Even if it's not what you want to do yet, but just start somewhere. And so I really live by that. And that's what I did. I started doing that, and um, ended up a client asking me if I knew anyone to rent a villa for an event. It was like a, for an Oscar after party. And first thing I did, I went online, I Googled it, and I couldn't find anything. So I was like, how is that possible? There's like, you know, we're in LA, it's a massive city, and there's so many villas. And and there's probably a lot of people that own those villas, but they need some extra money, so I'm sure. <laughs> and so it's very interesting because I met this broker by asking just around the network. And I realized that there were people doing short-term rental, but all word of mouth. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe there's a whole business and it's all word of mouth. And I'm sure like I was looking online for a luxury villa to rent. Mm-hmm. There was many other people doing the same thing. And this is like very early on where Airbnb and VRBO were not, like they were becoming a thing, but we're not a thing yet. Mm-hmm. And so I went home and I literally built a landing page overnight and then start running some Google ads. That landing page, did $1.2 million in revenue in 12 months. Dang. Uh, <laughs> and that's how I stumbled into the space and I stick to it. Wow. Uh, yes. So it was very interesting. Short-lived business because I was playing basically super advertising. I didn't represent the, any of this home exclusively. So I was bringing a deal and basically saying, hey, how much you want for this deal? And I would just put whatever markup I wanted to on top, sometimes 50% markups, <laughs> which is like something impossible to even think of doing today because it wouldn't work. And uh, yeah, but soon the owners got smarter, uh, started listing their own properties on Airbnb and, and VRBO. And then the, 
I had to quickly pivot into something different, which then was a management uh, hospitality management company. And that's kind of how I ended up in the space. Got it. That makes sense. And that's a, a perfect segue to our next question. So let's talk about your company journey. So what do you guys do? What's the high-level pitch? Yeah, to tell you what, what we do, I tell you how I end up doing what I'm doing. So I started, as I mentioned, like a management hospitality management company, which I start focusing more on uh, managing uh, apartments in urban settings, like so for short-term rentals, so like multifamilies or converted little boutique hotels. Scale that company, bootstrapped it to about 300 units. And one of the biggest limitations that I found was to find the proper tech stack to scale that business. Mm-hmm. It didn't exist. And in my opinion, it still doesn't exist because there's so many limitations on how the industry is built today. So I decided to invest a lot of my time into, into building the proper tech stack. Once I realized that it wasn't there and I, and I started building it, once I finished that tech stack, which is never finished, it's constantly developing, I realized that we fixed a major issue of the industry. And instead of using it just for myself, I should have opened it up for the dire industry. Mm-hmm. And so that's how really Journey and the uh, Journey's product was born. And as a quick explanation of what Journey is, we say we're not a PMS because there are, we have PMS functionalities, but in reality, we're not PMS. PMS is a property management software, right? So like I guess the of the situation or hopefully in our industry. So the way it works is today, you have a PMS, which is this property management software, and then you attach several different tools to it in order to automate, for instance, your guest experience with a guest mobile app, uh, your pricing, a cleaning mobile app, something that helps you with the access control system, guest verification system. So all of those are different service providers and you have to create that collage and there's hundreds and hundreds to choose from. But those services are really never made to be working together with one another. So what we did, we said, hey, and this looks very similar to what I would say the computer industry was like super early on, where computers were not mainstream. And it was very complicated because you had to build your own computer, literally. right? And today, that's how the space is. You have to build your own computer, and it doesn't really work because it's not meant to be working together. And there's not that easy-to-use operating system. What we're trying to do is a pre-built, finished product that helps you to, in a very seamless way, to fully automate your hospitality operation, whether it's an hotel or a short-term rental, anything from guest mobile app, access control system, so guests can check in and out without talking to anybody. All the checking information gets created automatically. Pricing is automated. The management of cleaners is automated. So all of those tools, everything into a single platform. You don't have to build anything. You don't have to integrate anything. And super easy and quick to use, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, <laughs> I give you a long pitch of what, <laughs> what we are, but I wanted to give you kind of insights first. Nice. No, that's super helpful. And I, I think I understand it now much better than when we started. So that's perfect. If we were to dial us down into your dream customer today, what does that dream customer look like for you? I wouldn't say there's a specific dream customers. Like for us, it's like we wanted to make sure that our product is adaptable to a wide range of customers. But ideally speaking, I say like we want to help the journey of specifically property management companies in the hospitality industry. They want to scale from a handful of units to thousands of units. That's the type of success stories that we wanted to create. And that's what we built this product for. Got it. And is there a sweet spot then for you in terms of like the current units under management? Is it you know someone that has you know five units or ten or fifty and they want to go to five hundred or what's that starting point that you tend to look for? 
So we try to make the product very flexible to start with a low point with a handful of units all the way to the tens of thousands of units. Of course, like I think the people who are going to see the biggest advantage are the people who already are maybe at 20, 30 units compared to other systems because that's when small problems start becoming very big because they scale with you in an exponential way, actually. They scale faster than you scale. <laughs> so the larger the customer is, the more they're going to see the benefits. But again, it's really the product is meant to be alongside your journey from the very beginning to the end. Got it. And do you see these customers, you know, are they generally open to new technology? Are they afraid of technology and you know, kind of prefer to do things themselves? You know, What's that typically look like? Yeah, it's a great question. So Adoptions of technology in hospitality is very, very behind. Like, if you look really how many hotels, especially in the hotel side, it's like, I think the hotel industry is about five years behind the short-term rental industry in terms of technology adoption, maybe more. And if you look at how many people really do have a fully automated check-in, check-out system and have it in place and fully automate a lot of their entire backend, it's very, very few. And the reason is, is because, again, it's so complicated. The barrier to entry is very high still. But I think, especially in the short-term rental industry, a lot of people have accepted that, that technology is going to be the future. So there are kind of this exploration phase where nobody's making moves in like by the masses in one direction. It's kind of like everybody's all over. <laughs> so you kind of have to find that customer that, that is more ready for more of an innovative product. But I think it's really about to change because as soon as kind of people are watching what's going to be the go-to solution, because it doesn't exist yet. We believe that, that we are that solutions. And the second that the market realizes that, I think we're going to have more growth than we could probably handle. <laughs> nice. You know, it's always blown my mind how horrible, you know, this is focused on hotels, but just how horrible the guest experience is in all my <laughs> life of staying in hotels. To date, I've only had one time where I was able to check in with a mobile app. It gave me the key and I could check into the hotel. And this was a month ago in Las Vegas for a conference. They were doing it. And it just blows my mind that hotels are, you know, lagging that far behind that you have to go there, stand in line, wait for your key. It's crazy. It's so bad, but the future is going to be that there is going to be one or less than a handful of go-to options that people are going to want to use. It's just kind of like you use Uber for on-demand drivers, right? It's going to be the same in the hospitality space. We see that coming. We see that that was going to become a trend that you're not going to use any mobile app to access your units, but you're going to use a specific mobile app. Mm -hmm. For instance, journey up. <laughs> and then you know that when you're going to be traveling, that's a journey, that's a property that has the journey technology in it. And so you know you're going to get a certain kind of reliability with it. And we really think that that's going to become a big piece of the industry. Because if you look, even big hotels, like I don't want to make names, but some of the top five hotels in the world, hotel chains, and they adopted mobile trackings and it's horrible. <laughs> if you compare if you compare to what we developed. So that's why I think there's going to be maybe one or two key players that are going to become known and of being like, hey, how do you check in? I checked in with Journey, right? So that's what we believe. So let's see. <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense. And you mentioned it there, but reliability must be so important, right? You know, I've had experiences where I'm going to an Airbnb and they have some type of you know self-check-in 
set up and it doesn't work. And there's nothing worse than you know, sitting there at night with your suitcase, your dog, your girlfriend, and you can't get checked into your Airbnb and you can't get in touch with them. So I'm guessing for you guys, reliability is really everything, right? You just like said it exactly right. That's the exact point. That's why I say it's not going to be just the havoc technology, but what kind of technology they have. And that's 100% true. That's why we focus on, on reliability because you want to have a go-to brand that you know that it's reliable for its technology. Because the problem is that even the technology is being used in hospitality today, like you said, it doesn't work. So it's not an added value. So there's this misconception that people say, well, hospitality is made by people. Technology doesn't add value. Well, it's very wrong. It's true when you have bad technology, but when you have good technology, you actually elevate the guest experience. Because if you ask 90% of guests that are sub 50s, they want to check in on their own. They don't care about the front desk. So there's, it's not an added value, but they also don't want to go through a struggle of like, having to check in with their phone, but then the checking instructions are not correct, but the code doesn't work, the lock doesn't work. That's an even worse experience than the front desk. So that's the problem. <laughs> we are in this, yeah, we're in this like uh, uh, gray area where we're not good enough for the tech. I mean, the industry is not good enough. And so technology is not seen yet from everyone as the next solution is because the tech doesn't work. But our does. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I look forward to the first time that I get to use your app when I'm checking into an Airbnb or a short-term rental. So I'll be watching for it. Awesome. Yeah. And you can, um, you know, if you download our app, we already are basically collecting all, all our basically entirety of the all inventory of units that utilize our technology. So if you go on it, we, we basically allow guests to book directly even from our app. So you know that all the properties in there are utilizing our tech. Nice. All right. Well, customer acquisition's working. I just downloaded it. <laughs> and you mentioned uh, you know direct bookings there. So that's you know just maybe a, a high level question. What's the relationship like with platforms like Airbnb? I'm guessing that's very important for you to maintain those relationships, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we integrate with most platforms. Like our software allows basically users to distribute in multiple different channels, both from the hotel side and the short-term rental side. So Airbnb, Booking.com, Expedia, all the major ones, plus even uh, smaller channels as well that we're integrating right now. Got it. Nice. Okay, very cool. And let's talk about market category. So I know you, you know, touched on the category there for, what was it, PMS? Mm-hmm. Outside of that, you know, how do you define or how do you think about market categories? Are you creating a new one or is this you know, just disrupting existing categories? It's, we're definitely creating a new one. We had to reference to a PMS because that's the closest thing that comes to us. But we, we call our system MOS, Management Operating System. So yeah, we're trying to redefine a category of this all-inclusive system that puts it all together into a single dashboard. Got it. And you launched in 2017, I believe. How much traction have you seen so far that you're okay with sharing? So I obviously brought in the management company that I built and used that as kind of like our guinea pig to to build, number one, bring the cash flow from that company, and then two, use that as guinea pig to develop our product. So we really launched our product January of this year, and it wasn't even finished. So we launched one of the three versions, and we fully launched our product now <laughs> and but that being said even then we already are at over two million dollars in ARR and we have uh clients i think we believe we're going to be by the end of the year at least at three million 
So we got quite a bit of growth in just one year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we think that the launch of the latest version of our software, the growth is going to even accelerate even more. Nice. Very cool. And it says online you've raised $12 million in funding so far. What do you think has investors so excited about funding journey? Well, I think the industry size that if you're right at changing the way things have been done for industry like hospitality is in the top five biggest industries in the world. So I think uh, like the industry size is number one, two, it's like the approach that we have and the team. I say three is the team. We have a very, very solid team. Yeah, and the, the idea itself, what we're building, and and I think the yeah traction was one of the pieces, but obviously, like majority of our traction is now, before they kind of had to to have a leap of faith, uh, the fact that we were going to be able to execute. Nice, makes sense. And if we zoom out into the future, what do you think the future of the guest experience is going to look like? Say, you know, five years from now, you know, what's that going to look like for you know an average you know American who maybe books you know. 10 to 20 nights per year in an Airbnb? I think the Airbnb and hotels, I, I put them all together. I think the guest experience is going to be mainly focused on mobile and it's going to be much simpler than it is today. We think that what journey is going to be, what is going to be the go-to way of doing things in the future in five years. So you select the property, double tap Apple Pay, and you can instantly check in. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can just like literally walk right in. And you can use your phone to open the doors, control thermostats, and control different IoT devices, walk inside of your house or apartment or hotel, and instantly connect to Wi-Fi. You don't have to enter your email, nothing, because we already have all your information. You just click connect, not even having to enter a password, because we're able to do that automatically. Have your 24-7 concierge right on your phone. You don't have to pick up your phone and do anything, like you're meaning the, the hotel room phone. You can just chat with them directly on your phone or call them and uh, have all your amenities there and everything centralized and what's your, on the key that you're carrying on your pocket every day. And how many years out do you think it is until this idea of you know standing in line to check in to a hotel just goes extinct? I say seven tops. Seven tops? I mean, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It's, uh, I think potentially on the five-star hotels, you know, that they want to, to have really focus on the in-person experience. But I think anything from four stars to below mm-hmm. and all Airbnbs are not going to have any type of in-person interaction unless, I guess, maybe a request that like they want to talk to a concierge. That's different, right? But it just doesn't make any sense. I give you a financial example of why it doesn't make sense. One, it doesn't bring any additional value like we discussed. Two, if you think about it, let's say you have a boutique hotel Let's say New York, New York City. You have to pay for five to six people full time on payroll, and maybe you only have forty rooms. That's like anywhere from you know three hundred fifty to thousand dollars a year you're paying for something that doesn't bring any value. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a, a thing that every hotel should want to eliminate as fast as possible. <laughs> exactly, and there's no people that want to do that job. In addition. To that, so it's not that you're removing jobs; you're actually like freeing people. people (laughs) Yeah, freeing people, and you can reallocate the resources elsewhere on things that bring more value to your guests. Totally makes sense. All right, so seven more years, then you're telling me I have to stand in line, but then it's done. (laughs) Well, I think you're gonna find a lot of hotels that you're not gonna have to stand in line, and in the next three to four years. All right, 
So it sounds uh, sounds hopeful then. All right, Luca, that's all we're going to have time for today. I really appreciate your time. This is a really fun interview. If people want to follow along with your journey or get in touch, uh, where's the best place for them to go? Uh, they can find us on LinkedIn or our website and you know, even reach out directly to me. I'm, I'm always happy to talk to people and uh, I'm pretty reachable. Sounds good. And do you want to spell out the domain just so they have it here? Because I believe it's a, a different spelling from, from Journey, right? Yeah, it's J-U-R-N-Y. And the website is J-U-R-N-Y.com. Amazing. Well, thanks so much, Luca. Look forward to watching you execute on this vision and best of luck. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me.